I've been freed from the curse of the law. Deuteronomy 28, 65 through 67. And among those nations you shall find no rest, nor shall the sole of your foot have a resting place. But there the Lord will give you a trembling heart, failing eyes, and anguish of soul. Your life shall hang in doubt before you. You shall fear day and night and have no assurance of life. In the morning you shall say, Oh, that it were evening. And at evening you shall say, Oh, that it were morning, because of the fear which terrifies your heart and because of the sight which your eyes see. Father, I thank you that Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law so that I could have rest for the sole of my feet. I am redeemed from a heart that trembles from fear, anxiety, or fatigue. I am redeemed from the disappointment of my inner image of success. I am redeemed from the fainting of my mind, the failing of my health, and the suffering in my spirit. My life does not hang in doubt before me. Day and night I am not worried and I have full assurance of my life. I am redeemed from the anticipation of fear in my mind and in my heart, and I am redeemed from the sights which my eyes see. I meditate on God's Word. Psalm 1, verses 2 and 3. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree, planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. My delight and desire is in the Word of God, and in the Word do I habitually meditate, ponder, and orally recite it both day and night. For I am like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water, which sends out its shoots in season. My leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever I put my hand to will prosper. I have an unshakable life. Psalm 15, verses 1 through 5. Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy hill? He who walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. He who does not backbite with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor does he take up a reproach against his friend, in whose eyes a vile person is despised, but he honors those who fear the Lord. He who swears to his own hurt and does not change. He who does not put out his money at usury, nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. He who does these things shall never be moved. Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy hill? I will, for I will walk uprightly and work righteousness. I will speak the truth in my heart. I will not backbite with my tongue, nor will I do evil to my neighbors, nor will I receive an accusation against my friends. In my eyes, vile people are despised, but I honor those who fear you, Lord. I swear to my own hurt, and I do not change. I do not put out my money for interest, nor do I take up a bribe against the innocent. I will do these things, and I will never be moved. I bless the Lord. Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. 
Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. He has forgiven all my iniquities and healed all my diseases. He has redeemed my life from destruction. He crowned me with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. God's word is safely kept in my heart. Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. My father, I attend to your words. I incline my ears to your sayings. I let them not depart from before my eyes. I keep them in the midst of my heart, for they'll bring life and health to me because I've found them. It will bring health to all my flesh. I am confident and unafraid. Psalms 27, one through three. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord protects me from danger, so why should I tremble? When evil people come to destroy me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will know no fear. Even if they attack me, I will remain confident. I walk free from destruction. Isaiah 54, 14, 15, and 17. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. No weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Father, I thank you that in righteousness I'm established. Oppression and depression are far from me, for I will not fear. Terror is far removed, and it shall not come near me. Behold, they may gather together against me to stir up strife, but it is not for my Father. And whoever stirs up strife against me will surrender to me. 
but no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, I shall show it to be in the wrong. This peace, righteousness, security, and triumph over opposition is the heritage of the servant of the Lord, those in whom the ideal servant of the Lord is reproduced. This is the righteousness which I have obtained from my Father. This is that which he imparts to me as my justification. I stagger not at the promises of God. Romans 4, 17 through 21. As it is written, I've made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Father, I thank you that I am like God and I speak of future events with as much surety as if they were already past. I'm not weak in faith and I consider not the issues in life which I face. I stagger not at the promise of God through unbelief, but I grow strong and I'm empowered by faith as I give praise and glory to God. I'm fully persuaded that what you have made me in Christ Jesus, you and I are both able to perform. I walk in love. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there's knowledge, it will vanish away. Father, I thank you that I endure long and I am patient and kind. I'm never envious, nor do I boil over with jealousy. I'm not boastful or vainglorious, and I do not display myself haughtily. I'm not conceited, arrogant, or inflated with pride. I'm not rude or unmannerly, and I do not act unbecomingly. I do not insist on my own rights or my own way, for I'm not self-seeking. I'm not touchy or fretful or resentful. I take no account of the evil done to me. I pay no attention to a suffered wrong. I do not rejoice at injustice or unrighteousness, but I rejoice when right and truth prevail. I bear up under anything and everything that comes. I am ever ready to believe the best of every person. My hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and I endure everything without weakening. I never fail, fade out, 
become obsolete or come to an end because love himself lives his life in me and through me. I am a new creature, 2 Corinthians 5, 14 and 16 through 21. For the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. For the love of Christ drives me to make a decision, the conclusion at which I have arrived being this. From now on, I look at no one from a human point of view. Therefore, because I am in Christ, I am a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. All these things are from God who reconciled me to himself in Christ, not counting my sins against me. Father, I thank you that I am now Christ's ambassador and have been given the ministry of reconciliation. For he who knew no sin was made to be sin for me so that I would be made the righteousness of God in him. I take my thoughts captive. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Father, I thank you that the weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God for the overthrow, the destruction, and the pulling down of strongholds. I refute arguments, theories, reasonings, and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and I bring into captivity every thought and purpose and make it obedient to Christ who lives within me. I walk in the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 through 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. 
Father, I thank you that the fruit of the Spirit in my life is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, kindness, faith, meekness, humility, self-control, and self-restraint. Against such things, no one can bring a charge. Because I belong to Christ Jesus, I have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And since I live in the Spirit, I also keep in step with the Spirit. I walk in line with my conduct, controlled by the Holy Spirit. I walk in Revelation, Ephesians 1, 17 through 23. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one which is to come. He has put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Father, I thank you that you've given unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that I can know you better. The eyes of my understanding are enlightened in order that I may know the hope to which you've called me, the riches of your glorious inheritance, which is in me as is likewise in the rest of your saints, and your incomparably great power towards me because I believe. That power is like the working of your mighty strength, which you exerted in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your own right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Christ is in charge of it all. He is the final word on everything. At the center of all this, Christ rules the church. I will always remember that I am not peripheral to the world, but the world is peripheral to me. I am Christ's body, in which he speaks and acts, and by which he fills everything with his presence. Amen. I know the love of God. Ephesians 3, 16 through 20 that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God, now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Father, I thank you that you have strengthened me with power through your spirit in my inner being so Christ can dwell in my heart by faith. I thank you that I am rooted and grounded in love and I have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ 
and that I would know this love that surpasses knowledge, and that I would be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all I could ask or imagine, according to the power that is at work within me, to you be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all ages to come. Amen. I put on the armor of God. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. I am strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I put on the full armor of God so that I can take my stand against the devil's strategies and deceits. For my struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, I put on the whole armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, I am able to stand my ground, and having overcome all, I stand. I stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around my waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with my feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, I take up the shield of faith with which I can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. I take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, with this in mind, that I am alert, and I always keep on praying for all the saints. I discern what is best. Philippians 1, 9 through 11. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and in all discernment that you may approve the things that are excellent, and that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Father, I thank you that my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in depth of insight, so that I may be able to discern what is best, and so I am pure and blameless until the day of Christ. I'm filled with fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the praise and glory of Almighty God. I walk in humility. Philippians 2, 3 through 5. 
Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Father, I thank you that I do nothing out of strife or vainglory or selfish ambition. But with lowliness of mind, I consider others to be better than myself. I do not look only upon the things which interest me, but I also look upon the things which interest others. I have the mind and the thought pattern in me, which was also in Christ Jesus, that is to be of no reputation and to live my life as a true servant. I am found in Christ. Philippians 3, 9 and 10. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. Father, I thank you that I am found in him, not having a righteousness of my own, which is of the law, but that which is through my faith in Christ, the righteousness of God, which comes by faith. For my determined purpose is that I may know him and the power that flows out of his resurrection and to fellowship his sufferings, that I may be made conformable to the image of his death. I do not worry. Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Father, I thank you that I don't worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, I let my request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keeps my heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Finally, whatsoever things are true or noble or honest or just or pure, or lovely, or of good report. If there is anything excellent, or anything that is praiseworthy, I think on these things. I please God in every way. Colossians 1, 9 through 14. For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness 
and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. Father, I thank you that I'm filled with the knowledge of your will through all spiritual ability to use and understand it. And I thank you that I live a life that is worthy of you, Lord, and that I please you in every way and I bear fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. I thank you that I am strengthened with all power according to your glorious might that I may have all endurance and consistency. And I joyfully give thanks to you, Father, for you have qualified me to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. For you have rescued me from the dominion of darkness and translated me into the kingdom of the Son of your love, in whom I have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. I am God's chosen man. Colossians 3, 12 through 17. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another. Even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you were also called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Therefore, as God's chosen man, holy and dearly loved, I clothe myself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and consistency. I bear with everyone, and I forgive whatever grievances I have against anyone. I forgive as the Lord has forgiven me. And over all these virtues I put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. I let the peace of Christ rule in my heart, since as members of one body I was called to peace, and I'm truly thankful. I let the word of Christ dwell in me richly as I teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and as I sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in my heart to the Lord. And whatever I do, in word or deed, I do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I am a peacemaker. James 3, 13 through 18. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but it is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. 
But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Father, I thank you that I'm a wise and understanding man, and I show by my good life my deeds done by the humility that comes from God's wisdom. I do not harbor bitter envy and strife in my heart, for such wisdom does not come from above, but it is earthly, unspiritual, and it is of the devil. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there's disorder in every evil practice. But I have the wisdom that comes from above, which is first of all pure, gentle, loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. For I am a peacemaker who sows in peace, and I raise a harvest of righteousness. I throw all my cares on God. 1 Peter 5, 6-8 Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Father, I humble myself under your mighty delivering hand that you would exalt me in due time. And I throw all my cares upon you because you care for me. I am sober and I am vigilant because my adversary the devil walks about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But I'll resist him, never giving up on my faith. I will never give him a place to devour me in Jesus' name. I partake of God's nature. 2 Peter 1, 3 and 4. As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue, by which you've been given very great and exceeding precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Father, I thank you that your divine power has given me all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called me by his own glory and goodness. Through these, you have given unto me very great and exceeding precious promises, that by these promises I would become a partaker of the divine nature and I will escape the corruption in the world that's caused by the pressure of living here.